He's here tonight, and he can break that curse. He can break the shackles off. He can deliver you from alcohol. He can deliver you from smoking cigarettes and doing drugs. From living a sinful life. He said, I'll break that chain tonight. I'm telling you, it's different in here tonight. I'm telling you, he told me he released his angels before we even stepped in this house. You don't even realize that they're standing among us now, waiting for God to say, go out and deliver them, waiting for you to say, God, release me. How about we mess up the devil tonight and we don't wait to the end of service to start praising him. Why don't you get out right now and just start worshiping him right now. He knows every need. He knows every want that you have right now. And he's saying, if you will ask me, I'll release my angels. If you release me, I'll come down and I'll break that thing. I'm telling you, God's about to show himself real tonight. You might have heard of miracles, but tonight you're about to experience a miracle tonight. Oh, I feel it. I feel the tingling. I feel the electricity right now. I'm telling you, there are angels walking among you tonight. Why don't you reach up and just lift your hands and say, God, take it right now. I'm telling you, healing started on the Monday when the apostles started laying hands on it. And the devil wants you to doubt that the healing has already started. But God is saying, I'm here to complete it tonight. I'm here to continue what the hands of the apostle has already started. If you have an element in your body, I want you, I don't care who's around you. I don't care who hears you. They should be doing something for themselves. I want you to call it out and say, God, tonight is my night. I need my healing. I need you to heal X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. And God is going to take care of it tonight. We're tapping into something tonight. Come on. There's a place that God wants to take us. There's an elevation that God.
God has promised us. And we're just scratching the surface tonight. God said, reach for it and I'll give it to you. Come on, lift your voice. Come on, lift your voice. Let it be a cry out to heaven. Let it be a cry out to God. Come on, there ain't no devil in hell that can stop you tonight. They are at attention right now. They can't get you. They can't do nothing to keep you where you're at. They are looking at what's going on in awe of God. Come on, that's it. Stir up that gift. There's a heaviness in the spirit. Come on, just a few minutes longer. Come on, we threw the enemy off track today. He thought I was going to preach first, that we're going to do altar call have a few songs, but tonight we just kind of stood a spin on him and let him have it right off the bat. And we'll get to the word in just a minute, but I'm telling you, if you need something, I tell you, the waters are troubled right now. God is troubled the waters, and he says, come on. Come on and step in. Come on. It's your season. You've been waiting all this time. I tell you, test me. Test me tonight, God says.
If you do me a favor, you listen to me real quick. If everybody put your hands down. I want you to put your hands down. Everybody who needs a healing in their body, I want you to lift your hands. If you need a healing in your body, not financial, not anything else, just a healing in your body. Don't be shy. Now's your chance. I'll give you one more chance. If you need a healing in your body, who cares around you, lift your hands. I'm telling you right now, I want you just to lift your, hand, your other hand and put it up, and we're going to pray just very simply. God, you see the faith that they have, God. Lord, I have been obedient to your word, God. Lord, you have all authority over healings, over any infirmity, over any disease. Lord, anything that they have in their body, Lord, you are the great physician, God. I ask you right now, Lord, that your healing virtue will come from the top of their heads to the bottom of their feet, God, and there will be testimony after testimony after testimony about your healing virtue. Let it be done right now in Jesus' name. If you believe that, why don't you put your hands together and worship him a little bit? Why don't you give them thanks for it? Because you know what? You might just leave a little different than you came. God is a guy that he don't lie. Woo. I'm telling you, I feel something in the spirit. I hope you feel some of it. Woo. Mm. I'm telling All right. I, 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 want, I, I want you to be honest with God. I want everybody to close their eyes. Close their eyes. And if there's a stronghold in your life, if you battle with any type of addiction, I want you to, I'm going to turn this way too. I'm not going to look at anybody. I, I want you to lift your hands up. No one's looking. Everybody has their eyes closed. Please obey me right now. If you have an addiction and you say, you know, I can't do it by myself no more. God said that he's going to make up the difference. That he's going to be a help like you've never had before. The cravings that you have will go away because you're being honest and truthful in his sight. Keep those hands lifted for a minute. We're going to pray right now. Jesus, God, first of all, thank you for their honesty, God. Thank you for their boldness, God, of being able to say they need you, God, like never before, God. Any addiction, God, any stronghold in their life, God, we take dominion over it in Jesus' name, and we break that curse right now. Church, why don't you put your hands together and thank God for what he's doing. We don't serve a God who's weak. We don't serve a God whose hand can come down and touch. We don't serve a God who can't hear us when we cry out to him. Every tear that you shed, he knows. Every time you've ever laid in your bed and cried yourself to sleep, he knows. Anytime you just had the strength just to whisper his name, he knows and he heard your prayer.
it's going to be different tonight. You go ahead and return to your seat. We'll come back up here in a minute. Thank you so much for your obedience. I'm telling you, that wasn't just, to, just for you to get exercise. I'm telling you, there are things that you have opened up in the spirit now. Before, it might have been closed, but right now you have your hands up like this, and God is about to drop some things in your spirit. God's about to drop some things in your mind right now that you can take with you. And when the devil comes against you, and he might shake you and say, hey, that didn't happen. It never happened. You go back and say, no, it happened. It might not be now, but it's going to happen. God doesn't lie. God does it. I'm telling you. I'm not just making up stuff that angels are here. I promise you, they're sitting amongst us right now. The enemy can't attack right now. You have the freedom to repent. You have the freedom right now to do what you want because God has the authority. God has the devil. He has them locked up. He has no access to this place. He has no authority in this house. It's all about your will. It's all about your faith. It's all about your trust. God is here. God is in the house. You may be seated in Jesus' name. If you got your Bibles, you can stay seated. If you turn to the book of Mark, chapter 2, we're going to start off at verse 1. Mark 2, verse 1. I think I'm just going to go to chapter 5 for now, and we'll figure out where, where I go later on after this. I, I don't even know yet. It says, again and again he entered into Capernaum after some days, and it was heard, someone say, that they heard that he, someone say, Jesus, was in the house. Immediately many gathered together so that there were no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them. Say, he preached the word. Then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And verse verse 4 says, And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was laying. And verse 5 is where I'm getting Jesus saw their faith. He said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven you. My title tonight is simply when Jesus saw their faith. When you go back to chapter 1, there's a lot of things that had happened already. All of a sudden, John the Baptist, he's there, and he already paved the way for Jesus to come on the scene. He's there. He says, man, this this Jesus who's coming, I'm not even worthy to loosen the, the, the straps on his sandals. Jesus is there. He comes on the scene, and he's there, and he's preaching in the synagogue. And, and he's, he's there in, in chapter 1, and all of a sudden he's performing all, all these miracles. He's baptized by John the Baptist. He's tempted by Satan, but he overcomes Satan by what? By the Word of God. It was a Word that when temptation came, that he couldn't give in to it. Jesus goes to Galilee 
and he's there, and he all of a sudden, he bumps into Simon Peter, and he bumps into Andrew, and he tells them, hey, you guys are a fisherman, but you're going to be fishers of men. I need you to go ahead and come. And it says immediately that they dropped what they were doing, and they went to follow Jesus. He walks a little further, and James and John is there mending their nets, and he's there, and he calls them, and it says immediately they dropped it and let the workers who were hired finish what they were doing because there was a purpose that they had. Jesus was there. His ministry was starting and he was starting to gather people who had like mind and like faith that he could use. What do you think God's doing here? What do you think God's doing here with the apostle? There's a structure that God has given this man. He says, if you will put this in the line, then I can reach the lost. If you gather this one, and you gather that one, and you have this one preach, and you have this one teach, and you have this one lead, then I can have access to what Jesus was giving out. It is no accident the way that we are, we are structured here in this house. I'm telling you, when before our assistant pastor, Ruth, got her title, every time I acknowledged her, I felt uncomfortable because even when I said Sister Ruth, even when I messed around and called her Dr. Ruth, all those titles and stuff, it never felt like the authority that God had gave her. I'm telling you, there was a time about close to two years ago and I'm not going to get into much detail because I told God I never say I never say anything. I only told the bishop that on this one. God had woke me up, and He's put me on this pursuit. He says, "Follow." He's find me, pursue me. And in the middle of the night, he'll wake me up, and I'll start praying this direction, and I don't feel nothing. And I'll start moving in this direction, and I don't feel nothing. And I'll start moving in this direction, and all of a sudden, God will start to speak to me. And all of a sudden, he's there. And who was the one that he was saying that was going to be right next to him? This one here. Before he mentioned anything. Before anything that, that had happened, I never even said nothing to the congregation or anything. There was, God had told me years ago about, about something that he had gave me, and I didn't understand it. I asked God for about a year what he meant. And God would just wake me up, and he'd tell me, pursue me. And I said, God, I'll pursue you. And to this day, he still wakes me up, and you know what I'm doing? I'm pursuing him. I'm there and I'm asking God, God, let me be sensitive to your voice. God, if it's just a whisper, let me hear you. Let me wake up. God, if you want to show me something, show me something. And if you tell me to share it, I'll share it. If you tell me to shut my mouth, I'll shut my mouth and let it unfold and just let it happen. And there's things that God has confirmed time after time after time. And we look at the structure that we have now and I look back and I'm in awe of what God has done. You wonder why we have the preaching the way we do. You wonder why we have the teaching the way we do. You wonder why we have the spirit of the bishop that is on us here, that we can have the authority to come out because it starts from the head down. When we have an apostle and we have a bishop and we have a shepherd that is obedient, then the sheep will follow the shepherd.
Jesus comes on the scene and he starts letting people know who he is and the authority that he possesses. He's there. He's casting out demons. He's there. And the people who, who are maim and, and, and they, they can't uh, get healing anywhere else, what happens? They hear that he's there. So he's, he preaches in the synagogue at the end of Mark.